Welcome to the Seasonal Living Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen. I'm a certified personal trainer, Ayurvedic wellness counselor, yoga teacher. Um, and I am here to just brighten your day with some Ayurvedic wisdom. So today's episode, we are chatting all about the fall season. So fall is right around the corner. And I did a poll on my Instagram stories recently, and I just asked people, how many of you are feeling the fall vibes, meaning like just feeling like you're slowing down, you feel maybe the cooler weather is coming to your area, um, you just feel like going a little bit more inwards. And I had, I think it was like 95% said yes. And I feel that too. I don't know if you guys feel that, but you know, here in Minnesota, our summer is definitely going away quickly. Um, and I am ready just to kind of dive into those fall routines Fall is probably one of my favorite seasons. Um, September is my birthday month and I love, I love the month of October. I don't know why I love Halloween. It's one, it's probably my second favorite season behind the winter solstice is, you know, one of my favorite seasons. Um, so, or one of my favorite holidays, I really love to just geek out on the changing of the fall colors, all of the yummy, um, like apple dishes that you can make. And I'm not a big pumpkin spice like person, but occasionally, you know, I feel like I always have to have one a season and then I'm good until next year. Um, but maybe you feel all of those things as well. So what about Ayurveda? You know, how do we approach the season from an Ayurvedic perspective? So in the Ayurvedic perspective, Vata is associated with the fall season and Vata in balance is super creative, a ton of energy. You might have a ton of new ideas popping up, lots of projects going on, but when it's out of balance, all of those projects and all of those um, things going on, you just feel scattered, anxious, and overwhelmed. So I know right now, just the season we're in with, you know, quarantine and people working from home still school up in the air for many people. Um, you know, we have this underlying just anxiety within our society. And so that Vata dosha being in the fall season, this might really get things going and really get people in their head and not in their body. So one of the first things I'm going to say that is most important this fall season is to get into your body and try to get out of your head. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're staying grounded and whatever that might mean for you. And it's going to look different for everyone. Cause when I share some of these tips, um, you know, like meditation might work for you, but it might actually trigger your anxiety a little bit more for other people. So really kind of honoring what works for you. Um, one of the first tips to do during the fall season is an Epsom salt bath, you know, so this is not only a relaxing activity, but it's therapeutic. It helps release tension in your muscles. It restores moisture because a lot of the times the vata, it's also associated with dryness. And if you think about the fall season, a lot of the times our skin is drying out. So it's helping restore the moisture to the tissues and can open up any clogged pores. So that's why the Epsom salt bath is great. You know, even if you do it like once a week or maybe once every other week, it's a great routine to add into your, um, you know, fall season. Taking a nap if you need to, you know, especially with working at home, I know sometimes you know, our routines are off and Vata is also associated with routines. Um, so finding that routine with maybe napping, if you're not going to bed, um, like you usually do, cause I've talked to quite a few clients and they're staying up a little bit later just because they can sleep in more cause they don't have to commute to work and shower and get all ready for work. Um, so maybe you take a nap if you can. 
you know, during your day. Um, and again, this is not if you have kiddos, because if you have kiddos and they're not napping, um, that might not be a realistic for you, but maybe on the weekends you trade off with your, if you have a spouse or a partner, um, you know, maybe you say, Hey, I'm going to go up and nap for 20 minutes. And then they have a turn and they get to go nap for 20 minutes if you have kiddos. Um, so that's an idea. Another way that you can kind of bring in the fall season is a steam room. So steam actually helps warm up the body because that Vata dosha tends to be cool and dry. So they tend to get cold circulation. Um, so that steam helps improve the circulation. And um, a lot of the times, I know I personally suffer from <laughs> poor circulation and it is genetics, but I have been drinking an oat straw infusion every day. And that helps me um, with my circulation. I have varicose veins on my left leg that are sometimes protrude. And I always know that, okay, I'm usually dehydrated when I really see them, but I also have um, a solution that I've made a sugar scrub and then I apply directly on it and that I can instantly feel um, the improvement of the circulation. Because again, often varicose veins are associated with that Vata dosha. So all, all of these things are tied together. You know, this is where we can see our lifestyle routines, um, our mental, our physical, everything is all connected. And sometimes we forget that in the Western culture that we just see um, like a varicose vein as just one separate entity when really it means, hey, I'm not having the best circulation. Um, my calves might be a little bit too tight and that's causing that vein to protrude all the way up my leg. My quads might be too tight. So I also have to work on that. Um, you know, there's so many factors. What are we eating? Like movement is great. Legs up the wall at the end of the day. If you're standing too much, if you're sitting too much, that can also make those worse. So everything is all connected. And I think the more that we can see that, um, the better we are able to treat some of the things that might go on in our bodies. Another idea, sipping on hot water. So I usually only drink room temperature water, which room temperature water is associated with better digestion. So when you have ice cold water, typically if you think of your digestion as you see that fire burning, when we have that ice, we're putting out the fire. And so our digestion slowly is um, pittering out. So we want to make sure we're stoking that fire all day long. And so room temperature water does that. And then once it starts getting a little cooler, sipping on hot water or teas, um, and that will help you kind of stay hydrated all day long. Um, watching your teas, because some teas are going to actually dehydrate you. So making sure you have your water, just plain water to sip on as well. Another practice is an oil massage. So grounding practices, um, this is another one that you can do before, after a shower, but being in a relaxed state of mind and it moisturizes the skin, it rejuvenates your system, it drains your lymph, it restores your muscles, increases your blood flow. And in the fall season, the almond and avocado oils are usually what's recommended. Um, I personally, again, I do a lavender oil that I make myself um, and that can always be an option as well because lavender is grounding and it helps um, even before bed, it helps you kind of just gently puts your body in a calmer state and can help you hopefully go to sleep a little faster. Um, I know CBD oil also is popular right now, and that could be something. Um, getting a good quality CBD oil is definitely important. I actually gave some to my grandma, and she has really bad um, arthritis in her hips, and it has helped her. So I would highly recommend it. And I told um, my aunt wanted to get some more, and if you're getting a good CBD oil, it is going to be a little bit pricier. You know, I'm like at 75 bucks for a big tin, 20 bucks for just a small, like one ounce tin of it. And um, typically that that doesn't always mean it's great quality, but a lot of the times that is your higher quality is they are going to 
be a little bit more pricey, but that could also be an option to calm down as well. I'll put that on. Um, if I go for a really long bike ride or run and my legs are really sore, that helps kind of calm my muscles down. Another one in the fall season are early bedtimes. So maybe you are starting to see that the sunlight is not staying out as long as it was in the summer. So going to bed by 10 PM again. So slowly getting yourself in bed, hopefully sleeping by 10. Um, so for myself, I usually, after I put my son to bed, I usually have about an hour to myself and I've been just watching in golden girls. You know, that's been my evening routine is I'll watch maybe an episode, sometimes two, and then I'll go upstairs, read, and then I just go to sleep. And so that's kind of my body always knows because I've been reading since such a young age, right before bed, that I usually start to get sleepy as I'm reading because I've trained myself like this is what I do. And then you fall asleep. So maybe making a little evening routine for you that can help signal to your body. Okay. It's time for rest. Um, the sun is going down or it's already went down. Here's what I do. And then you fall asleep. Another idea is pranayama. So picking your favorite breathing techniques. Now here are some options, alternate nostril breath. So you basically breathe in through your left side of your nose and then you exhale out the right, inhale in through the right, exhale out the left, inhale in the left, exhale out the right, and you see the pattern back and forth. And you can plug your nose as well to kind of really um, close off that one side as you're breathing. Another pranayama practice is four square breath. So you breathe in for a count of four, you hold your breath at the top for a count of four, you exhale for a count of four, and then you hold your breath at the bottom for a count of four. Um, another one is a continuous inhale and exhale. So basically there's no pause. You inhale, you know, maybe for six counts, you exhale for six counts. Um, and then three part breath, which is you breathe into your belly, and then you feel the belly go, the belly expands. Then you feel that breath go into your ribs. You feel your ribs expand like an accordion. Then you breathe that same breath. All of this is all in one breath up to your chest. Then you exhale. You try to release from that chest cavity and then through the ribs and then down through the belly. And I like to have, if you're new to learning this, I like to have people in crocodile pose, which is when you're laying on your stomach and your forehead, your hands are on your, um, underneath your forehead. And then you can really feel your um, belly hit the earth. You can feel your ribs expand and you can maybe feel your chest rise and fall. So that's a great way to practice if you're learning um, the three-part breath. Another idea for the fall is restorative yoga. So this is a great time to go inwards and to rest. And a true restorative yoga class is going to have 30% of work or less. So if you're really working and holding poses, you're not quite in a true restorative pose. Um, but this is a great way to release tension and stress during your day because a lot of that is associated with that vata dosha, that anxiety, when we start getting our heads. So um, if we can get into those restorative postures and we can hold them, you know, for anywhere from, you know, two to 10 minutes and just really relax and let our bodies just sink in and let our minds slowly shut down. So we can just kind of think of nothing ideally. And you're just kind of there focusing on your breath. Um, and that would be a great way to unwind at the end of the day as well. Another idea is what walking or hiking. So just because the temperatures are lowering, it doesn't mean that you need to stay inside all day, you know, bundle up and head out for a little fresh air. Look at the leaves. Um, just pay attention to what's going on outside because what's going on outside is also what's going on in our bodies. So as the temperatures start to cool, our bodies are starting to cool. We want to make sure, um, in opposite or in Ayurveda opposites heal. So like increases like, 
and opposites heel. So if we're going outside and we're wearing, say, a tank top and shorts, but it's, you know, upper 60s and it, we feel really cool, we're increasing that in our body, which means we're going to increase that vata dosha. So we want to make sure that we're bundling up and layering up um, so we can treat the opposites and we can ground ourselves down rather than increase that vata dosha. So those were some habits that you can incorporate. I'm going to touch a little bit now on food and a little bit with nutrition. So in the fall, again, it's that vata time. So we're going to eat to pacify the vata dosha. So cold drinks and food is something that you would probably avoid because again, that's going to increase the coolness in your body. Salads and raw foods. What can happen there is constipation and dryness, which it, a lot of the times salads, if we don't digest them properly, they're going to just dry out and they're going to be stuck in our intestines and in our colon until we're able to have a full movement. So cooking your vegetables is a better idea in the fall season and in the winter season. Um, the summer is usually the best time that you're able to digest those salads and raw foods. Dry snacks are also going to be drying, which can lead to constipation and dry out your colon and intestines. Limiting coffee and caffeine alcohol, all of that, because that's going to increase that vata dosha. So making sure that you're going to um, stay grounded and you're not going to be scattered. Cause a lot of times, you know, we think that the wine is calming us down, but usually the next morning we feel even more anxious and even more scattered and in our heads. So, and then we ended up having coffee, which further perpetuates it. And we just have this vicious cycle that we can get into. So if you're in that cycle, really try to, okay, how can I take this out? How can I play with this? What else can I do instead of coffee in the morning? Maybe it's tea, you know, in the evening, what can I do instead of wine? Maybe it's a cacao. Um, there are some great cacao mixtures out there. Um, I know Four Sigmatic has a really good cacao mushroom blend. That's really good in the evenings. Uh, maybe drinking a cup of bone broth. What could you do instead of, you know, that wine um, to calm you down? Another one is eating too much at one time. So this is never recommended as the extra full feeling can make you feel uncomfortable. And especially if it's at night, you're not going to be able to digest it. And you're going to be usually a little bit more restless when you're sleeping and you're going to wake up and just not feel as good as you could if it was an early lighter meal. So those are some tips there. Um, if you want to know more about, you know, seasonally, what should I be eating according to the Vata Dosha? Um, there's tons of lists online. But I have um, the Seasonal Living Collective, which is coming up September 21st, and we're deep diving into Ayurveda this season. Um, so if you're wanting to go really deep and ground down that Vata Dosha, because a lot of times what I find is you might be hearing this information, but to actually implement it, sometimes we need to have um, you know, a program that we're following, a coach to help us out. And that's what I'm going to do with the collective. You know, we're going to be really hitting that Vata Dosha. We're going to doing our breath work practices each week. You're going to get um, an email with, here's our schedule for the week. Here's what we're going to work on every single day. So you have it all outlined. Um, we're going to have a Facebook group and not everyone has Facebook. So totally understand that everything's going to be in the email as well. Any videos that I do in the Facebook group, I will also be emailing out. Um, we're going to create a fire cider and our elderberry syrup recipe. You're going to make your own lavender oil. Uh, also, you're going to create your own signature tea. So I'm going to teach you how to make your own custom blend. And we're going to do an Ayurvedic fall cleanse together. And so this is going to be, um, I believe I have it scheduled for one of the weeks in October, maybe week five. 
and um, week five of our eight weeks. So this is an eight week collective. So we're going to be together for eight weeks with this. And the Ayurvedic cleanse is just one way to kind of hit reset, you know, let your liver process, um, let your liver have a break. Cause that's where we process things. And a lot of times um, what can happen is it gets kind of backed up and by cleanse, I also mean you're going to eat food because kitchery is the main food that you're going to be eating. So you're not not going to be eating and you never are going to feel like you're hungry because if you're hungry, you get to eat um, on this cleanse. But it really does help everything break down. I always improve my digestion when I do these cleanses and I t I'm prone to constipation. And so for me, the cleanse is something that I usually um, really enjoy to kind of get myself regular. It also helps you build up your immunity for the winter, which I think all of us are, you know, craving this year. So that would be one of the, one of the main reasons to join if you really want to dive into that cleanse. We're going to do our Ayurvedic fall routines. So we're going to help build your own routine this fall. And then every week I'm going to be sharing an outdoor mindful fall activity for the kiddos. Um, so that way your kids can be part of this. And, um, you know, we're the first week I'm actually going to go over a breathwork practice for your kiddos. I've been trying them out in my son who's four, and this is a wonderful way for kids just to kind of get in their own bodies and not be so in their heads, which I think is so important. If we can learn that at a young age, that will be with us, um, you know, for a lifetime. So if you're interested in joining, I have the link in the show notes. Um, you can also find it at my website at andreaclassen.com and it's called the seasonal living collective. And again, we start September 21st. Um, and if you want to join us, uh, as soon as you join, you'll actually get your first recipe and where to buy some of the herbal, um, you know, herbal concoctions that we're going to need. So like elderberry syrup, you might not have elderberries on hand. Um, I share with where you can get those, um, in your kind of your ingredient list that you're going to need for, um, this season. So if you're interested and you have questions, send me an email or send me a DM on Instagram at seasonal living mamas. Um, but I look forward to diving deep with everyone, this collective, we already are, um, you know, more people have joined us than I was anticipating. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this, um, for this season. I think it's so needed. So if you would like to do some grounding and dive into some herbal medicine and really get your health, um, you know, back on track, cause I think I'm personal experience here. Um, I, I fell off the wagon for a little bit. Now I feel like I'm back on track with my health. I've got my workouts back into my routine. I've stopped drinking wine, um, during the week. And even on the weekends, I'm kind of just, you know, staying away from wine for right now. And just really how much can I just get into my own body? How much can I get into my breath practices and, um, be in nature and really enjoy this time. So if that's something that is of interest to you, definitely check that out. Um, and any questions again, let me know. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.